0: Section 15 of Essays Book 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Martin Geeson. Essays Book 1 by Michel de Montaigne. Translated by Charles Cotton. Of the punishment of cowardice. I once heard of a prince and a great captain having a narration given him as he sat at table of the proceeding against Monsieur de Vervins, who was sentenced to death for having surrendered Boulogne to the English. Note to Henry the Eighth in 1544 openly maintaining that a soldier could not justly be put to death for want of courage and in truth tis reason that a man should make a great difference betwixt faults that merely proceed from infirmity and those that are visibly the effects of treachery and malice for in the last we act against the rules of reason that nature has imprinted in us whereas in the former it seems as if we might produce the same nature who left us in such a state of imperfection and weakness of courage for our justification insomuch that many have thought we are not fairly questionable for anything but what we commit against our conscience and it is partly upon this rule that those ground their opinion who disapprove of capital or sanguinary punishments inflicted upon heretics and misbelievers and theirs also who hold an advocate or a judge is not accountable for having from mere ignorance failed in his administration but as to cowardice it is certain that the most usual way of chastising it is by ignominy and it is supposed that this practice was brought into use by the legislator Harondas and that before his time the laws of greece punished those with death who fled from a battle whereas he ordained only that they be for three days exposed in the public dressed in woman's attire hoping yet for some service from them having awakened their courage by this open shame Suffundere malis hominis sanguinem quam effundere. Rather bring the blood into a man's cheek than let it out of his body. Tertullian, in his apologetics, it appears also that the Roman laws did anciently punish those with death who had run away for ammianus marcellinus says that the emperor julian commanded ten of his soldiers who had turned their backs in an encounter against the parthians to be first degraded and afterward put to death according says he to the ancient laws and yet elsewhere for the like offence he only condemned others to remain amongst the prisoners under the baggage ensign the severe punishment the people of rome inflicted upon those who fled from the battle of cannae and those who ran away with aeneas fulvius at his defeat did not extend to death and yet methinks tis to be feared lest disgrace should make such delinquents desperate and not only faint friends but enemies of late memory Note in fifteen twenty three, the seigneur de Froge, lieutenant to the marechal de Chatillon's company, having by the marechal de Chaban been put in government of Fuentarabia in the place of monsieur de Lude, and having surrendered it to the Spaniard. He was, for that, condemned to be degraded from all nobility, and both himself and his posterity declared ignoble, taxable, and for ever incapable of bearing arms, which severe sentence was afterwards accordingly executed at Lyons in fifteen thirty six and since that all the gentlemen who were in guise when the count of nassau entered into it underwent the same punishment as several others have done since for the like offence notwithstanding in case of such a manifest ignorance or cowardice as exceeds all ordinary example tis but reason to take it for a sufficient proof of treachery and malice and for such to be punished end of section 15